Good to be in the house this morning. Man, did you come to worship? I say we pray. Brother, come on, we got a few prayer requests. I was going to brother pray over here. Say, Brother Daniel G. Uh, Gisson Daner. He's, you know, sick. Let's remember him in prayer. Brother Ron, let's remember him. Sister Vicki, I think Hezekiah had foot surgery. I remember him. Sister Angie Brown, man, she needs prayer this morning. Just remember also to pray for the ones that are on vacation, traveling. Yes, sir. Okay, Sister Florian Johnson. Let's remember her in prayer this morning. Brother, come on. Man, you love him this morning. How many woke up in the right mind? How many woke up wanting to serve God this morning? Man, have a desire to come to church and to worship. You believe now when we bind together with prayer what God will do. You realize when the children of Israel were standing at the Red Sea, all that that God wanted was for them to look to him and say, God, we can't do this, but you can. And once Moses made that declaration, he stepped on the scene and miracles began to happen. That can happen this morning. Let's just look to him. Heavenly Father, Lord. Lord, we're so appreciative, Lord. 
Lord, examples down through time, Lord, that, Lord, when your children have a need, you step on the scene, Lord. Lord, no matter what that need was in the fiery furnace, Lord, in the Red Sea, Lord, a Goliath standing before him, Lord, a little headache, Lord, a little sickness in the stomach, and you would come down on the scene, Lord, and you would transform the enemy, Lord, and you would move him out of the way, Lord, that your children could be praised, Lord. Lord, we stand here this morning with needs, Lord. We see, Lord, a fellow servant, Brother Daniel, Lord, that, Lord, the enemy continues to attack his body. But, Lord Jesus, nothing can come upon him that you don't allow to come out with a victory stance, Lord, to stand on your word and say, God, you've done it again. Lord, Sister Vicki, Lord, and Brother Ron, Lord, you see their conditions, their Lord, lingering health. But, Lord, you're moving each step of the way. Miracles have happened, Lord. Healing has happened, Lord. And we're waiting for the fulfillment now, Lord Jesus. And you see these other requests, Lord. And, Lord, all the ones that are traveling, give them traveling mercies, Lord. And bring them back together, Lord. Bring them back, Lord. We just feel empty without all of them here, Lord. And we just don't feel complete, Lord, until we all gather together under your name. And, Lord, we ask you to be with them. Be safe, Lord Jesus. Be with this service, Lord. Lord, the ones that are here, the ones that are online, Lord. We come this morning with declaration in our hearts, Lord, that we're here to worship you, Lord. We're here to sing to you, Lord. We're here to hear from your word, Lord, to be encouraged of you. Lord, would you be with this service? Be with Brother Matt, Lord. Lord, what a fine job he did Wednesday, Lord. We're looking forward to this morning, Lord. Lord, that you would just step in and take control. Meet with the musicians, Lord. Anoint them, Lord, to worship, Lord, and to sing, Lord. To gather us together, to till the ground as it was. Lord Jesus, to have our pastor come this morning and plant another seed of word in us, Lord, that would encourage us, that would water that, Lord, that holy seed that is inside of us, Lord. Lord, be with every aspect, Lord. Be with each one of us that are here to receive, Lord. Let us hear from you. Lord, we give you honor. We give you praise. Lord, we love you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 You love him. You believe he can move this morning? Lord, are we going to take everything aside? Forget everything that hinders us this morning. And say, God, come move for us this morning. Amen. So just a few announcements. You can have your seats just a moment. We'll try to do this.
We're not leaving our experience at Calvary. I want to stand here and fight with them. If you have a problem with one of the youth worshiping God, come see me. Or I'll come find you. Because this youth group is going to worship God. This youth group is going to be thankful for what God's did for them. This youth group is not going to leave it as a camp experience. They're going to bring it back to this church. And you think we're on fire now, you just see what's coming. Because God's moving for his bride. Amen, Brother Matt. God bless you. testimony man Amen. does my heart good to see this see these youth praising the lord Amen. watching the camp meetings it was just wonderful y'all sing this song with me feel my way yes. let me walk blessed lord in the way thou hast tried leading straight to that land
Spanish community at work and they don't speak your language you know it's kind of hard to communicate so if you're coming here and brother Joseph's preaching sometimes you don't get it all but to have Aaron speaking his words of brother Joseph to these people who are listening I think it's really good amen come on brother you can have your seats God bless you all. Sobre todo poder y sobre toda humanidad y Sobre todo lo creado por tu mano, tú creaste todo mi Señor. Sobre todo reino y nada. 
salvación y maravillas que el mundo conoció sobre toda riqueza y esplendor nada se compara a ti mi Dios en la cruz moriste por amor no pasó dolor y humillación como flor que alguien Above all natures and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were here before the world began. Above all Above all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures on the earth. There's no way, there's no way to measure what you're worth. Thank you. 
Sing a song with me. That sounds like home to me. That sounds like home to me. Like where I want to be. There'll be no tears today. service.
I give you all. Give him mighty praise. his name, the mighty King of kings, Lord of lords. There is no champion like him. Hallelujah. He's the champion of the world, champion of the universe, the champion of our lives this uh, morning. Glad to be in the house of the Lord with you to worship Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth. The word says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. How many of you feel liberty? You're in the house of the Lord to worship Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth this morning. God bless you this morning. We appreciate you. I think the brethren will come. I think this is the tithe, the first fruits. 
Uh, if you'll give to the Lord, God will bless you for doing that. In the name of Jesus, we shall have the victory. Let's see if we can uh, sing that, Brother Matt. Certainly enjoy the songs this morning. Praise the Lord Jesus. Well, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. Do you have it this morning? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons will have to of our mouths that we have the victory in Jesus' name. Makes no difference what our flesh feels. We have the victory in Him. For He has conquered all things, subdue all power under His feet. Heaven is His throne and the earth is His footstool. Praise God. Happy to be in the house of the Lord. Appreciate our musicians, worship leader this morning. God bless you, Brother Matt. Musicians, we thank the Lord for being in the house of the Lord once again. I don't know, uh, did they mention Sister Laura Peister's father, stepfather? I think did they, okay, all right. Um, I'd gotten a message I forgot to give you. Uh, he passed away just this past week. That's Sister Laura Peister's stepfather. Uh, so they are there in Florida with their family. Let's remember them in our prayers. Um, also, let's remember the Youth Banquet Memorial Weekend. That's coming up, get the word out, and uh, encourage the saints of God to register and uh, so we can um, uh, make preparation for uh, that weekend. I believe it will be a blessed weekend to uh, be with the saints of God. Brother Joe Adams will be ministering here again for us uh, during that weekend, so we're looking to the Lord to bless us real good. You happy to be in the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. God is good. Let's go back into scriptures uh, this morning. We're back in our series again, Luke chapter 14. And I just want to keep reading these scriptures to refresh your minds and keep you in the same path uh, as inspiration will come to me. Uh, Luke chapter uh, 14, verses 16 again. And, and I'll read them, so just take our time uh, to build again each week upon the scriptures. Uh, I want to welcome uh, two of our brethren here from um, Rwanda. Uh, our brother here is from Rwanda. God bless you. It's good to have you in the house of the Lord with us. And uh, this is our brother from Nashville. 
Okay, all right. Good to have you. Happy, happy, welcome in the house of the Lord. Praise God. God bless you. Good to gather with the bride of Christ. Amen. To be associated with the saints of God, a precious like faith. I believe it's coming. You know, the Bible says in Revelations that the people from all kindred, tongues, nation, and people will be gathered someday. There'll be a glorious, glorious time in the presence of the Lord. Can you imagine that? No barriers, no, no restraints, no boundaries. All God's people in the presence of the Lord glorifying Him forever. Someday we're going to lay it all down. Come and worship Him in His presence. Luke chapter 14, verses 16. Then said He unto them, A certain man had a great supper and bid many, and sent the servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all went with one consent, began to make excuse, all with one consent. And the first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, I must needs to go and see it, I pray thee have me excuse. It's kind of funny, I got a text from somebody apologizing for not being at church today, they forgot it was Sunday. <laughs> this, is very, this is very timely scripture, isn't it? How can you forget a Sunday to go to church? Beats me. And another said, I bought five yoke of ox, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, therefore I cannot come. So that servant came, and I showed this Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in thither the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. There is a great responsibility that is laid upon our shoulders as people of God. We are to go out in the highways, the hedges, and to compel the people to come in while there's still time. While there's still that little window of grace for the Jews, uh, for the Gentiles rather, you will see that God is giving grace to the Gentile church in this age. You will see further as I get into the message today. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And I promise you this scripture in uh, Luke chapter 14 will become so real to you. At the end of this series, I don't know when, but I tell you what, you will see the time and the season that we're living in. We have to stay in the season that God has called us. Jesus could not have come and preached Moses' message, or Moses could not be preaching Jesus' message. We have a message from God. We must recognize our day and its message. There are certain scriptures that is given to us that's our scripture. It pertains to our time. What has been in the past is history, is fulfilled. Now we're stepping into the season that God has called us. You believe it? Uh, now Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus 23 verses 23. This is the feast of Jehovah, the trumpets, prophetic of the future regathering of Israel. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall he have a Sabbath, 
a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation, praise God. And he shall do no civil work therein, but he shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. I'm so grateful that we have ceased from works. It's not our works, it's his righteousness and what he has done for us. A couple of other places, we'll put it in place quickly. Then we read Revelation chapter uh, 9, or 6 rather, verses 9 through uh, 17. And I'm just going to paraphrase this. This is actually the, uh, the fifth and the sixth seal pertaining to the Jews. This was a type of Naomi, the old Orthodox Jews, uh, teaching Ruth, the Gentile bride of the, uh, of the laws and the, the traditions of uh, the Israelites. But this is pertaining, the, the fifth and the sixth seal is dealing with the Jewish church. This is typing Naomi now, and we will see later on. You can read it uh, later on, but this is the Jews under the time of persecution, and they were given white robes for, uh, for their sacrifices, and God will then bring them in later on as we see they will wait for their fellow servants uh, to be killed. Now, in the book of Hosea... Hosea chapter 6, the voice of the remnant in the last days. Now, I want you to understand that the remnant is not the bride of Christ. That is, in Matthew chapter 25, there were ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. And the five foolish virgins are the remnant, the remnant of the church. Because the bride's already rapture into glory. We understand the remnant is that which is outside of the selection, not within the pattern, but outside of that selection. So also the Jews is referred to uh, the remnant, but the bride, she's special. She's called out by predestination. Listen now. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he had torn and he will heal us. He had smitten and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee for uh, your goodness as the morning cloud and as the early dew it goeth away? Therefore have I hewed them by the prophets. I've slain them by the words of my mouth and thy judgments are the light that goeth forth. What a scripture here. What a scripture. What a day that we're living in. You realize, friends, that we have heard it for so many years that the rapture is close and we are at the end of the consummation that it's become uh, just a byword to us. We have become so um, accustomed to hearing that we are at the end time. The rapture is close until that urgency and seriousness of the hour has somehow been lost from us. 
to, to know that uh, there is coming uh, a rapture for the church of God. I believe that we are staring that hour right in the face. Just like it was in the days of Noah for 120 years that Noah preached that it's going to rain. And I'm sure it became very, very much accustomed to the people. They heard it. They became immune to it. They became very immune to that until one day it didn't happen. And so will the rapture be for the church of God. It'll be an hour where we, we least expect it. We must have our lamps trimmed and ready. This will be in series this morning, Return to Your First Love, Part 13. If you've got a need, would you just lift your hands up before the Lord? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we deem it such a privilege to be back in the house of God. We just ask that your sweet Holy Spirit will come now as I have turned the pages, I've read the scripture. I pray that you will engage the anointing upon my mind and spirit. And allow me to say the things that will be edifying to the body of Christ. Lord, I pray you'll bless everyone that's under the sound of my voice this morning. Make the word real to us. May we look past the curtains of time, Lord. And see that piercing beyond this veil is a world that is more real than the world we live in. Have your way among us. You see the hands that were lifted. I pray you'll heal the sick amongst us. You see every hand and every need minister to every one of your children today. Have your way in this service in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, amen Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I certainly appreciate the report you give on the um, camp this morning. And thank the Lord for bringing our young people back safely. It's always good to go and to see other young people. Some 600 young youths like yourself worshiping God. You're not the only one wearing a dress. Uh, the young men are not the only one clean cut, no hair rings, no tattoos, and none of these things, and you can worship Jesus Christ. However, like Brother Jonathan says, uh, we, we have youth camp in our church. Every service is youth camp. You believe it? And we're here to worship Jesus Christ. Now, Jose is speaking here on the consummation of time. For both Israel and the Gentile bride. Now remember that the Gentile bride must be taken out of the way first. Before Christ reveals himself to the Jews, the 144,000. Now this cannot happen. It will not happen until the bride is raptured. So the bride must be taken up first. Before Christ now begin to work with the Jews. Uh, before she is taken out of the way, we understand that the seven angel message is to open the mystery of the seven seals. Calling the 11 hour workers to receive the same pay as, as the first hour workers got. This is actually the Jews. Remember that the Jews was first called, but they rejected their Messiah. God then turned to the Gentiles to finish up a quick work with the Gentile church before now he turns back to the Jewish church. Now Hosea said in Hosea 6 and 1, Return to the Lord 
And this is the Jews. Remember that he said that they would be scattered and they were. The Jews had been scattered all over the world. Their identity is known in every nation. They were scattered because they uh, refused the Messiah and God scattered Israel around the world. But there's coming a time now when Israel will be regathered as, uh, as, as a nation. And remember that all Israel will be saved in one day. Whereas on the Gentile church, we are saved as individuals. Now this is how close I believe that the rapture is. Hosea said after two days, after two days he would uh, return to them and he would revive after two days. Now don't miss this. Two days here in the scripture represents 2,000 years that after 2,000 years he would revive and that is Israel. Now I want you to understand that from B.C. 780 to 2023 is approximately 2,859 years. And this is portraying the later or the latter years of the third day. Now notice that since the time of Christ, we've passed 2,000 years. Years and we're now living on borrow time. He said, After two uh, days, then he would revive. Understand now, we are very close. We are past that 2,000 years uh, since Christ. And we are in the third day, working to the latter years uh, of 3,000 years. Friends, I tell you, the hour is late, the day is far spent. And I believe that God is now regathering a church. Not only the Jewish church will be gathered, but the bride will be gathered in this hour. You see the promise. The hour is perfectly written on the wall. Do you see where we're living at this morning? Now remember that the third day, this is the rapture of the bride. And he will raise us up. And we shall live in his sight. Now this happens in the third day. As God now get ready to finish up the time of the Gentiles. And now return to the Jewish church. Right before that moment there is a third day of the Gentiles. I believe we're living in that third day. We're living in that hour of the rapture that is upon us. We are not waiting for the rapture. The rapture is in translation. You believe it? Each day we've been changed from glory to glory. God is changing us. You believe it? What a day we live in now. And he said he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Now this is both to the Jewish church and the Gentiles church. Now between the six and the seven trumpets, as they blew, we understand that there's a rapture message that comes upon the Gentile church. Now the bride, I believe, the bride of Christ is sealed away. Time ends. 
The bride is raptured when the seventh seal opens. Because the seventh seal is the coming of Christ, the rapture translation of our bodies. And as I said, it's not so much him coming, but us going to him. And I believe there's a bride in this last day that's preparing to be transformed by the power of the spoken word. You believe it? Notice now, it's been, uh, like I said, 28, uh, 159 years ago that Israel, we notice that Israel uh, was scattered and was blinded. Scattered around the world. The most hated people of all nations. Despised and rejected because they had rejected the Messiah. Remember when he was dying on the cross and, and, and when he cried, they cried out for his blood. And they said, let his blood be upon us and upon our children. And this was a fulfillment of the, of, the, of the scattering of the Jews into every nation. You can go and you will see the Jews. But now there comes a time where God is saying that I will regather Israel. And it's a simultaneous time of the rapture of the church and the moving of God's power upon the Jewish church. You believe it? Now after the bride is raptured, the feast of trumpets is blown for the regathering of Israel and call them to the feast of their atonement. Remember they rejected their atonement. But praise God, their eyes will be opened. This happened under the six seals. Watch this, that these trumpets are let loose on the Jews and not on the Gentiles. In Revelation chapter, I believe chapter 9, the sixth angel which had the trumpet loosed, four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates to slay the third part of man. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000. Now Israel is to be in our homeland, driven there by persecution under the Roman Empire. Now it was the spiritual horses, spiritual devils, chargers, that has been bound in the river Euphrates all these years as we have been pointing out supernatural devils under the six trumpets. And they were turned loose on the Jews. Supernatural devils loosed by Stalin and Hitler and Mussolini upon the Jews. And all these men weren't Romans, but they were under the Roman anointing to destroy the Jews. They were persecuting the Jews. The old Roman Empire being revived. The persecution of the Jews. The anointing came upon these men to hate those Jews. Think about it. Just like they hate you. And we see that the old Roman ecclesiastical spirits... uh, Anointing these dictators to persecute the Jews. Now it's the same in the Protestant church. The Papa Roman uh, pagan uh, became Papa Rome with false teachings in both Catholics 
in Protestant denomination churches. So we see the spirit now that's riding out. We see it in, 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 in uh, I believe, Revelation's uh, uh, chapter, Revelation chapter uh, 6. We see that the first uh, four seal, uh, the horse riders were riding out under the Antichrist spirit. This was Rome uh, riding, destroying the church. On, uh, we see it was on a white horse uh, and he had a bow in his hands and uh, riding through, destroying the churches. Now we see that the ecclesiastical realms has been opened from the natural revival of the old pagan Rome because the religious system was holding it. Now it's been loosed. It is loosed in the saints. And we have been and will continue to quote this uh, very profound place of where Brother Bram talked about it, Feast of the Trumpets, bringing the Protestant Ecumenical Council of the World Churches, the spirit of the Antichrist upon both of them, that's uh, upon Catholics and Protestants, bringing them to the slaughter, just like they did the other in the hour to call the bride. How loose in the ecclesiastical churches, church spirit, loose upon what? Not upon denominations, upon the bride. So we're facing a pressure from the ecclesiastical demons from Euphrates in this hour. Under their false teachings within the churches. You believe it? But I love what he said, but there, uh, but here, you'll get it. The bride will not go through that time. The Bible said not. The church will, but not the bride. Can you see it, ministers? Can you see that, brethren? What an hour. You see the pressure that is upon the last day bride is uh, ecclesiastical church spirit. It is just fine to be religious. It's not fine to be religious. The world tells you that. The church tells you just to be religious. We're beyond religion. We've been born by the Holy Spirit. We are a germ seed, an offspring of God. We're going back to the Father. We don't belong to this life. We're just passing through Laosia. This world is not our own. And the system of denomination and ecclesiastical spirit cannot hold the church in this age. You believe it? The ecclesiastical church spirit teaching will not take hold of the true bride of Christ. It might the church, it might the remnants, it might the foolish virgins, but not the bride of Christ. Oh, at that very moment, there will come a call from glory. Oh, the truth of God shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. There's hope she'll go in the rapture. You believe that? But you see how close it is? It'll deceive the very elected if it's possible. Judas was right there with Jesus. Uh, You can see the pattern. Cain was right there with Abel. Uh, You go all the way through the Bible and you see uh, the righteous and the unrighteous side by side. And nothing actually revealed therein until that final moment. And so it is in the saints that God will snatch the bride out of Laodicea 
and Satan's work will be uh, manifested. And let him that's filthy be filthy still. And him that's holy be holy still. You believe it? So the loosing of this ecclesiastical spirit, these uh, supernatural demons are under the auspice of the United Nations, United Groups together, Eastern and Western nations. What are they trying to do is synchronize the East and the West to make us one nation under one government, under the pulp in this age. You believe it? Are they not working on it? They are working on it, friends. Let me say this. The world is working on all of this. And this is the hour when the bride will be called. You believe it? Hallelujah. Around the same time, uh, the bride will be called. Just as I referred to some weeks back of the moon darkening and the Pope going to Jerusalem. It's a sign and the Bible said that the moon will darken, become as blood. We see the hour and the son of man being drawn from the church by the ecclesiastical Roman spirits. And the bride will be driven out of Laodicea. We see it by the teaching of the Roman church. Or they're not trying to teach it. Listen to the radio broadcast. Read your newspaper. This nation has got an agenda. And this nation one day will have a, a Catholic president. You realize that? It's being set up for it right now. You know it. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a real true Catholic president. That's right. They'll have the relationship. Now we notice that false teachings in the church. Ecclesiastical is the clergy spirit, hierarchy in the churches, false teachings. As we've been recapping, the ecclesiastical church spirit has bound the Holy Ghost for nearly 2,000 years under martyrdom under the church ages. Now we understand from Ephesus to the last church age that we see that the Roman church here has bound the Holy Ghost for over 2,000 years under the martyrdom of their power in that age. But praise God, I believe that the Holy Ghost will be loose in the last age. They bound the spirits of God from moving within the church. I'm not speaking of Ephesus or of the Pentecostal church. I'm talking about denomination within that, that, that region of the seven church age. They put the Holy Ghost outside of the church. They've taken their creeds and their dogmas. And they've bound the work of the Holy Ghost. They want to hear about divine healing. Speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Come on church. A bride rising up in the last day. Now they fed the church. Their creeds and denominationalism. And has poisoned the church of God. You believe it? What a day that we live in. Revelation 17 and 8. Let's read that again. This is, uh, this is Rome itself. And the beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. Look where, the, look where this beast is coming from. Hell. Watch this church. It's very important to notice where this beast is ascending from. Hell. The bottomless pit. It didn't say it was coming from heaven, but it was coming from hell. 
and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they behold the beast that was and is not. And yet is. That's one pope dies. Another one ascends. Same ecclesiastical church spirits as from the first church age all the way through the seventh church age. Binding the works of the Holy Ghost through false teachings. But praise God, the bride's going to be liberated. Do you see what the beast is? Don't you? It's power. Ecclesiastical power. They're spiritual devils unseen to the natural eyes. Religious spirits in the last age. When in the world have you ever seen such religion in the church? Everybody's religious. Everybody's religious. Oh, they'll take prayer out of the school. They'll take prayer out of the Constitution. They'll take prayer out of the White House. But let some natural disaster hit. Then you'll hear them crying. Everybody pray, pray, pray. What America needs to do is repent and turn back to God. You believe it? Notice 200,000, thousand of them riding out in the age. The ecclesiastical church spirit, as we have seen it, had bound the Holy Ghost for nearly 2,000 years under the martyrdom, under the church ages. It's been bound, not at the river Euphrates, but at the doors of creeds and dogmas, at the river of denominationalism. Church, I say, bride of Christ, don't settle for false teachings. You believe it? So much so that the Holy Spirit can't work in the church because of man-made systems. Man-made systems. Friends, we're ruled from above, not from below. Our headquarters is above. You believe it? Our headquarters is not in this life. Our headquarters is from above. We receive instruction from above. You believe that? Feast of the trumpets. I love this. Brother Bram said, but she's going to be liberated. She's coming back. That's the Bible said that. Those two will meet on the battleground. Lucifer and Michael again like in the beginning. Oh, they've been bound for 2,000 years, almost almost 2,000 years. The Holy Spirit has been bound by these denominational rivers for almost 2,000 years. And the Spirit has been revived again. Praise God. What are we facing right now as people of God in the last age? A denominational spirit in the, in the bride church. Is that right? Matthew chapter 25. Uh, when there was a call went forth. Go, ha- go ye out to meet uh, the bridegroom. What happened? I had the bride gather our oil and went out. But the foolish virgin. She did not have any oil. And what did she say to the bride? Give us of your oil. It's the same thing in the age that we're living in, the time that we're living. The denominational spirit has crept in amongst us. And what are they saying? Give us of your Holy Ghost. But what did I say? Not so. Hallelujah. Go and get for yourselves. Oh, there's a church in this last day that's rising up with the power of the Holy Ghost. We believe it. Hallelujah. 
Oh, but it's to be loose in the evening time. By the evening time message. You believe it? Notice while these ecclesiastical church spirit group is riding, making themselves ready to stump out everything that would agree with them, there is another group being made ready after a while. Praise God. In Revelation 19, the next time the bride is heard, she comes riding on a white horse as well. Power. You believe it? Power. Jesus Christ come back to earth Riding on a white horse with his bride to defend Israel from its enemies. You believe that? The bride is in rapture. But now she comes back with Christ to defend Israel in the battle of Armageddon. Oh, the battle's going to be hot. Amen. Lucifer and Christ again in that age. This is a time, listen, that Russia, Iran, Gog and Magog and Arab countries attach Israel, Armageddon, World War II. Three rather. World War Three. But praise God, the bride will already be with her husband. You believe it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Christ now turns back to the Jewish church, gather his people. You believe it? While his bride is in the chamber, he reveals himself to Israel. Now he reunites himself with his Gentile bride. While the heavens has been poured out and the wrath of the Roman church has been burned by the nations, I'm going to burn Rome. You believe it? Ten nations will destroy Rome. And at this time, praise God, the battle is hot in the Middle East. Amen. And Russia, Iran, and these nations will turn against Israel. But praise God, there's coming a moment. Amen. When Christ now comes with his bride. Revelation chapter 19, quickly. Verses 11. And I saw a heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. Oh, praise God. You're serving a God that is faithful and that is true. You know what that means? In the bad times and in the good times. In the times of sorrow and in the times of sickness. In in the time of despondency. In the time where it seems like you've lost your way. He is faithful and he is true. And in righteousness do any judge and make war. His eyes were as flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. Because the saints has already crowned him. Hallelujah. Believe that. Who's going to crown him? King of kings and Lord of lords. The brides. This shows he's with the brides. Otherwise he wouldn't have a crown on. Oh, church of God, you are going to crown him by the grace of God. Amen. His eyes were the flame of fire. Under his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. 
and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine linen, white and clean. That's the bride of Christ. She has on her wedding garments. She's been married to Jesus. She's crowned him King of kings, Lord of lords, and there's no flaw in our life. On this side of heaven, she may have made mistakes. On this side of heaven, she may have had a stained garment. But on that side of heaven, she's got on the white garment. Praise God, every sin has been under the blood. Oh, every shame has been put under the blood. Every corruption has been put under the blood. Now you see her in the stage that God sees her white and pure. You believe it? Hallelujah. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and pure. There will be no stain on your garments there. There might be some here, but not there. Because Christ's vesture was dipped in blood. And the bride's garments was washed in the bleeding blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now she's standing virtuous, sinless, unadulterated, as though she never sinned in the first place. You believe it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we've had the martyr's age, then the stage of the reformers. Now the calling out of the bride. You believe it? Christ himself calling out the bride. And this is between the sixth and the seventh seal. And the sixth and the seventh trumpets. Remember all trumpets sounded under the sixth seal. And the sixth seal finishes the mystery. And under the sixth seal... Just before the seven open, now the Jews are called back to the atonement. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for it? Amen. The prophet blew all seven trumpets under the sixth seal. Hallelujah. In the feast of the trumpets, the angel of the Lord told him, you already preached the feast of the trumpets. This is, how, this is how small of a window it is to the coming of Christ. Are you listening? Amen. There's not much time left. You believe that? Amen. All five prophecies have been fulfilled. There's only two left. You believe that? You believe it, friends? We're living at the end time. Amen. The sixth year uh, begin to break forth uh, with the Jews, the trumpet sounding, and at the same time with Elias bringing a message to the Gentile church to open up the seventh seal as a translation of our bodies. Amen. You believe it? Amen. Now, in the Feast of Pentecost, which is represented in Leviticus chapter 23, verses 26, it's the Feast of Mourning. Not a killing. It's called, it's called Israel to mourn for their sins. Are you with me now? Notice the feast of the trumpets first, the regathering of Israel. The trumpets sounded to gather Israel. This is what happened under 
we notice under uh, the sixth, uh, fifth and the sixth seal, when the trumpet sounded, the anointing came upon these dictators to, to persecute the Jews for the regathering of Israel. This is the Feast of the Trumpets. And it's gathered Israel together now. The Feast of uh, the Trumpets is calling Israel to the Feast of the Atonements. Remember, they rejected the atonements. So they have to come back to the atonement now. Are you following me now? So Leviticus chapter 23 and verses 26 is the feast of mourning, not a killing. It's called Israel to mourn for their sins. And Christ is coming in power for the Gentile bride. And the Jews are going to recognize him. Remember, the bride is already in heaven. Joseph's wife was in the palace. Joseph dismissed everything from around him, and he made himself known to his brothers, the Jews. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The interpreter didn't know that Joseph knew the language. Hallelujah. But he knows all language. Hallelujah. He spoke to them in their language. And they ask him, where did you get the scar in your hands? Hallelujah. Come on, church. Amen. In the house of my friends. In the house of my kinfolks. But someday, praise God, there'll be redemption for Israel. You believe it? Between the sixth seal and the seventh seal, there was a calling of the 144,000. Please don't miss this, friends. Please don't miss this. You see the hour we're living in? This is why the bride is going to be just so few. Because very few is going to recognize it. Very few is going to recognize it. Hallelujah. He'll come and gone and they'll still be searching for him. Just like Jesus told his disciples, he said, lies has already come and you didn't know it. And so when the rapture be, the rapture happened and people still have in church. They're still being religious. They're getting ready to crown their pump. But praise God at the same time, the bride is crowned Jesus. Do you get a church? While they're crowning the pump, the bride is crowning Jesus as her Messiah. Praise God. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Hold on to it. God, open the eyes of the people. Open their eyes, Lord. Don't miss what I'm preaching. Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. Feast of the trumpets. Listen now. It's between the sixth trumpets, trumpet and the sixth seal sounded at the same time. Between the sixth trumpet and the seventh trumpet, there is a prophet to appear before the Gentiles to call the people back to the original Pentecostal doctrine. And the two witnesses of Revelation 11 appeared to the Jews to send them to Jesus while the church has been taken up. All of the prophets, amen, the word of the Lord cannot be broken. It won't be a denomination. Do you see it? Do you see it, church? It won't be a denomination. Christ will not take himself a whore to be his wife. He will not take a harlot to be his wife, but he will take a Gentile bride, hallelujah, like Ruth and her boss. 
And even though she lost everything, today am I redeemed everything that she lost in the estates. Let it be known today. He took off his shoes and said, I have redeemed everything that Ruth lost. You get it? There's not one thing that you have lost here is going to be lost there. Everything will be redeemed. Your family, your health, your finances, your, your everybody is going in the name of Jesus. You believe it? Hallelujah. So call the people back to the original Pentecostal doctrines. So it won't be a denomination. Do you see it? Notice from the Feast of Pentecost to the Feast of the Atonements were 50 days. 50 days is exactly seven Sabbaths, seven Sabbaths in the seven church ages. You realize it? Seven Sabbaths is the seven church ages. <coughs> Pardon me. And while the Pentecostal first fruits were poured out upon the original Alpha Bride, the church came down through the martyr age, down through the reformer ages, and now into the calling out age of the Omega Bride. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You believe it? What did Jesus say that I am? I'm the Alpha and the Omega. The first church of Pentecost was the Alpha Bride. Amen. The last church calling out of the martyr's age and the reformer age will be an eager prophet. Not a reformer. Amen. But an eager prophet. Every one of the others were reformers. They reformed the church. And reform means to improve but in the, last, in the last age, the eagle prophets in the calling out the bride is to bring a message of what? Restoration. Restoration don't reform us. It brings us back, hallelujah, to the originality of who we were in God's mind. God's not improving the church. God's restoring the church. That's what denomination try to do is improve the people. Hallelujah. They have all kinds of message to make you better citizen, to make you better Christians, but it don't change the nature. But if you got a seed on the inside, after the martyr's age, after the reformer's age, comes the eagle prophet message with a message of restoration, restoring the bride again. You believe it? Exactly, exactly seven Sabbaths from the Pentecostal Jubilee Feast. You believe it? The waving of the sheaf. Then the Pentecostal Jubilee. Amen. The Pentecostal Jubilee. Amen. Watch this, friends. Notice now, from the Jubilee to the Atonement is seven Sabbaths, seven days. And at the end of the 50 days is the Atonement made. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. At the end of the church age, there is the atonement. Read Leviticus chapter 23. At the end of the seventh Sabbath, the 50 days, at the end of the 50 days is the atonement made. Praise the Lord. Do you see how close we are? We've had the atonement of Jesus Christ. 
We've had the blood atonement of the word in this age. But at the end of the seventh Sabbath, there is an atonement for Israel. What age are we living in? We are living on borrowed time, friends. We're not living in the seventh church age. We are living in the eighth day, going back to the beginning. You believe it? Praise God. So when the sixth seal opened, persecution struck the Jews in the literal standpoint. Then comes the persecution to the church in the ecclesiastical standpoint because the bride is already called. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the persecution comes now upon what? The foolish virgins. Hallelujah. But they'll try to implement their denominational teaching. Remember, I read it. Feast of the trumpet, red rams and loose upon who? The bride. But praise God, she will not, amen, receive any of the teaching. So it's all salmentation, uh, salmentations between the bride, the foolish virgins, and uh, the Jewish church, all simultaneously happening about the same time. Praise God. You see the hour that we're living in. Do you see it, friends? But the end of the 50 years is the atonement made. When the sixth seal opened, we see persecution struck the Jews uh, in a natural standpoint. In the Gentile dispensation, the persecution comes upon the church through the ecclesiastical standpoint. That's you, the bride, trying to. That's how close you are to the rapture, but you'll miss it. You'll miss that time of that persecution. And it lands now upon the foolish virgin because the bride is already in glory. Hallelujah. Do you see how close we are, friends? You see the hour that we're living in. Trim your lamps. Now the Sabbath, the Sabbaths are over and ready for the Jews to be called to the Feast of Atonement to recognize their Messiah. Now which I want to point out in the next 15 minutes. I want to point out something to you. We're, we're at the end time. There's no other message. Reformers can't give us anything. Denomination teachers cannot improve us. We don't need improvement. We need restoration. Elijah's message give us restoration. We're at the end time. You realize it. The Jews is to be called to the feast of the atonement to recognize their Messiah. Now, where we're at, where are we at? Civilization uh, has went with the sun. The oldest civilization uh, we have is China. And where did the Holy Ghost fall? On the eastern country, on the eastern people first. Is that right? It fell in the east under their Pentecost. The Gospels traveled with the sun from over in the east into Germany under Luther, then crossed the channel three times, the Mediterranean into Germany from Luther, and from Germany across into the English channel, John Wesley, and then crossed from uh, from the English channel across the Pacific, uh, Pacific over into the Atlantic, and now in the United States. But the prophet said, the sun will not shine through this day. It'll be a day of gloom. You believe it? We've had enough light like a rainy day. And they've joined churches. Come on, church. They've joined churches. 
But it said in the evening time, the cloud will move away and the denomination will fade away. Hallelujah. You believe it? They're locked down in their teachings, in their denominational creed. But the sun is shining in the, in the realms where the bride is. You see it? See there? It says in the evening time, the clouds will move away. Praise God. And the denomination will fade. You believe it? It'll fade from the bride of Christ. We are not denominations. We're not an organization. Amen. We are not even some kind of a, a, a new age church today. We're not charismatics. Amen. We're the bride. You believe it? We're not even non-denomination. We're the bride. We're not interdenomination, non-denomination, charismatics, or organization. We are the church of the firstborn. Hallelujah. The church that was birthed at the day of Pentecost will repeat itself in this last age. The Alpha Bride will become the Omega Bride. Somebody shout amen in the church. There'll be a church in the last age. You believe it? Zechariah 14 and 7. But it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord. Not day, nor night, you see. Enough lights, like a rainy day, they could join churches. Amen, but it shall come to pass. Pardon me. Now the evening time, it shall be light. Amen, the Holy Spirit has been bound by these denominational rivers for almost 2,000 years. But to be loosed in the evening time, by the evening time messenger. You believe it? Then you got folks uh, arguing, uh, discrediting uh, the Elijah prophet of this age. If Brother Brandon was not the Elijah, who is it then? But he was thoroughly vindicated by heavenly signs, by earthly signs, uh, and a vindication of the Holy Ghost uh, to bring a rapture message. Hallelujah. Recognizing your day in this message, 1964, he says, scientists took the photograph of it. And he said, they've hated it. They've disputed it. They're fighting against it. And it's not that what they're doing today. They hate it. They dispute it. They fight it. But I got news for you. It's not for unbelievers. It's only for believers who believe the last day's sign. The Holy Spirit is in the church. Again, Christ himself revealed in human flesh in the evening time. Remember, between the sixth and the seventh seal, there was to be a seven angels message that had been preaching and condemning the Pentecostals. He's already predicted indictment upon the uh, denominations. Now, what is he doing? What did the Bible say to be so close that it will deceive the very elected? What was that? What was the shaft, the stock, the tassel, and the, and the husk? What was that? Not denomination. That was Pentecostalism. Is that right? Come on, church. Oh, they shout. They speak in tongues. They dance in the spirits. But yet they've not been burst by the message of the hour. Or oh, they believe in baptizing Jesus' name, but they have not taken on the word of the age. They have not been washed in Malachi for message to be presented to Jesus Christ. 
Lord has been preaching. He's been preaching and he's preaching. The seed shall not be air with the shock. We're not shocked. We're bright. And the shock looks just like the seed. And to be able to differentiate it, you got to pull the shock away from the seed. Oh, church, you're not Pentecostal denomination. You're original Pentecostal. Pull away from that stuff. They're not us. Just because they wear long dresses and long hair and speak in tongues and dance in the spirit. Don't say they're part of the bride. You've got to be burst by the word of the age. You believe it? Isn't that what Jesus says? Matthew 24. It'll be so close to deceive the very elected if it was possible. Billy Graham made the biggest mistake when he said it looks like very close. It looks very possible that it could be deceived. But that's not what the word of God said. But he was only angel to Sodom. What do you expect? But the angel to the bride says it's not possible for the elect to be deceived. Do you believe it? The word has been poured out in this age upon the bride. So he's been preaching and condemning the Pentecostals. And the word has been put out and rejected by who? The Pentecostal church. You believe it? Christ, the word put out of his own church, now standing at the door, knocking. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. What has the Pentecostals and denomination churches done today? The same thing the Pharisees and the priests done in Jesus' day. They murdered and crucified the prophets and Christ, the revealed words. You believe it? Hallelujah. What did Jesus rebuke the Pharisees and Sadducees and the priests of those days? He said, you bunch of white walls, you go out there and you garnish the tombs of the prophets and you're the one that put them there. You see the religious spirits? Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how off would I have hovered you? But what did you do? You killed the prophets that I sent you. You murdered the prophets. And the message that has been sent to the church today has been murdered by the Pentecostal and denominational dogmas. And the scripture has been murdered by their dogmas. And Jesus said, if you had only known your day, seeing they missed it. Oh, the Pentecostal church missed it. They didn't want it. When Brother Branham was coming and healing their sick, they all sat on the platform. They want the sign. But they did not want the voice behind the sign. Come on, church. They wanted the signs. But they did not, they did not want the headship of the word of is today. What have they done? Murdered the message of the hour. Oh, no wonder the prophet indicted them there in Chicago. I indict this generation. Hallelujah. For crucifying the word of God afresh. Oh, people today, don't you see Christ, the harvest? Do you see the harvest? Christ was a harvest. Do you see Christ, the harvest? Oh, but they will accept ecclesiastical teachings. People don't want Christ, the harvest time. Is that right? Jesus said, I'm the bread. Amen. That come down from heaven. Amen. He was the meal offering. He was the bread of life. Christ is the word. This is the harvest time. The church don't want the word. They want a dogma. They want a system. They want theologians. They want doctors of divinity. 
They want some kind of a charismatic movement. They want to be religious, but they have not been burst by the harvest time message of the hour. They accept theological, intellectual, uh, uh, ecclesiastical teachings uh, like in the days of Elijah. They prefer to have wild goats. Amen. Second Kings chapter 40 verses 38. They want their wild goats. Amen. Elijah had a meat offering. Hallelujah. Some of the sons of the prophets went out there and gathered their theological ideas to mix it in Elijah's meal. And it wouldn't work. Hallelujah. What happened? They got themselves a bunch of wild goats. Amen. And some of the sons of the prophets took a dip to eat from the spots. And what was it? Death in a pot. Amen. Death in a pot. At last they said to Elijah, at last there's death in a pot. What did Elijah do? He got himself some meal offering. Hallelujah. You believe it? In the last day, there's a bride with a meal offering. Amen. Message that will rapture the church from death. Praise God. Hallelujah. But they like the wild goats. Amen. Death in the pottage. Amen. From the schools of their theologians. They don't want Jesus, the bread of life. They put him out and took the world and mixed it with their theological seminary pottage. The results were death in the pot with theological poisons. You believe it? But they refuse the prophet Elijah's meal to cure the pot. Hallelujah. You can't feed on denominational trash and be a healthy Christian. Amen. It won't strengthen you. But praise God. In this age, there's a bride that's been feeding on Elijah's meal. You believe it? They refuse Elijah's meal to cure it. Elijah had some meal, you know, which was Christ. The meal offering. All ground the same way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. This bread, this harvest, this harvest time meal was all ground the same way. There was no hierarchies. There was no bishops. There was no popes. There was no uh, potentate over the church. There was no big I and little you. Amen. The word had been grounded and burned all the same. Bringing the bride into the same reflection of Jesus Christ. That when she stands there, it doesn't matter what nation she's from. She's the bride of Jesus Christ. The day they got death in the pots. They don't want Elijah meal, Christ, the bread, the word. They, 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 don't you see the message of the hour? Do you recognize where you're at, church? The message itself from the scripture is interpreted to you, the hour that we're living in. Certainly. Then the bride is drawn together. You believe it. She's taken up in the mystery, in the mystery of the seventh seal, the mystery of her going. Notice now that the Jews is called by the mystery of the seven trumpets, uh, which is by their two prophets, Elijah and Moses, and they came back. You believe that? Here is where the Pentecostals are all mixed up. They're looking for something to happen, but the bride is done gone. Praise God. Listen to Brother Brandon in the message, recognizing your day in this message, 1965. 
He said, his, his good friend over there in Shreveport, he said, my, 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 they're good people. He said, but they failed to recognize their day and their message. He said, and the herald of his coming, that's all they print. Fast pray. We're waiting for the Messiah. We're waiting for something to happen. Oh, we're waiting for God to send a great, powerful awakening. But they missed the visit, visitation of Elijah's message amongst them. Is that right? You listen to the message, you know where I'm coming from. Amen. He said, it wouldn't hardly print anything unless it's fast pray, fast pray. Something supernatural is going to happen. Remind me about, uh, a lot about a lot of message believers. Fast pray, fast pray. We're looking for something to happen. It's already happened. You believe it? It's already happened in this age. The last thing is a change of your bodies. You believe it? My, my, my. Praise God. Excuse me for calling the brother's name, but Brother Jack Moore didn't have a revelation of Elijah's meal. As long as Brother Bram was healing the sick, he saw the signs and the wonders, but he missed the, visit- the visitation, the harvest time in the last day. You believe it? Yes. Now, the seven angels' message under the same sixth and seventh trumpet to the Jews, which is the sixth seal, calls the bride out of the Pentecostals and the world tradition. To the genuine atonement, the revealed word. Can I have just a few more moments? Is this all right with you? Dear loving friends, look at Hosea chapter 6 and verses 5. He said, therefore, have I shewed them by the prophets. That Hebrew word for shewed is chopped. He said, I have chopped. Chop them out through the prophets. You believe it? And that's how God does his people. He chopped them out from the rest of the nation. By what? The two-hedged sword. His vindicated word. He chopped his bride from denominations and Pentecostalism. By the word promised by Malachi 4 in the last days. You believe it? Chopped out his bride, hewed her from the rest of the churches, hewed out his bride. Church, you've been chopped out of the church. You believe it? I've hewed myself a bride. Therefore, I've I hewed them by the prophets. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm glad I've been chopped out. Amen. I'm different. I don't look the same. Amen. But praise God, it came out of the chicken yard. Amen. I look funny in this world. But some glad morning, there'll be a scream of the great speck of birds. Amen. And Jehovah Eagle is going to say to his bride, all you got to do is flap your wings. Amen. Sail in the power of the Holy Ghost. Come up here where I am. Come up hither and I will show you things that will be hereafter. Chopped out his bride. Have you been chopped out in this age? Feast of the trumpets. I'm closing. Christ impersonated in his word here. Made flesh amongst us. Science is proven by, by pictures. The church know it. The world around. We firmly know it. He's never told us one thing. Uh, in, in dust saith the Lord. But it's been the truth. Uh, did he not say down here at the river as John the Baptist was sent? So will this messenger will pull out, hallelujah, chop out a bride in this last age. You believe it? 
I don't care what the atheist says, what the agnostic says, what the doubters and the powders are saying in this age. How many are denying this? They did in Jesus' day. But praise God, there was a handful that believed the word. You believe it? Oh, glory in the saints. There's a bride that's called out in this hour. She will not be trapped by the systems of the saints. So will the messenger pull out the bride in the saints. Amen. Understand the United States has always been number 13. It started out with 13 states, 13 colonies, 13 stars, 13 stripes. 13, number 13 has always been a woman. Is that right? She appears in the 13th chapter of Revelation. First, a lamb, meekness, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and so forth. Then they received power and spoke with all the power of the dragon had before them. What happened? America would be empowered by the Roman church. You realize that? Your money don't have any value. It's the gold system that they're working on. They're going to have to make a compromise in this age. Your money would mean nothing. And the beast, the Rome, give power to the dragon. You believe it? And what was the dragon? Rome had a mark, an image of the beast to raise up against the real church of God. But the bride will be in glory. And under the denominations, uh, they will pledge the church. Uh, but when they start to do it, oh, he is the word. Oh, my, how wonderful. When they begin to chastise and plague the foolish virgins, uh, soon the lamb will take his bride to be ever at his side. All the host of heaven will assembly be. Oh, it will be a glorious sight. All of the saints in spotless white. And with Jesus, they shall feast eternally. Oh, come and dine, the master. Call it come and dine. Oh, you may feast at Jesus' table all the time. Do you believe it? As the musicians get ready to come, what a day we're living in. The hour run, people. Run like you never run before. Run, church. The hour is here. Run, people. Run for your life. Amen. Run. The Lila is after you. The system is after you. The denomination is after you. Remember the same as those two prophets was to call the Jews uh, out of Judaism into Christ, the true atonement. The Gentile bride is to have a prophet called Elias. Praise God. Elijah. And in the 50th day, seven Sabbaths, seven church ages, the people got away from the truth through denomination and Pentecostal ecclesiastical teachings. But Elijah's message is to call the bride out of denominations, the Pentecostalism tradition, back to the original atonement, the revealed word of the hour with the last day sign before Sodom and Gomorrah burnt to ashes the angel stayed back and brought a rapture message to Abraham and Sarah that transformed their bodies from this best house into a regenerated immortal body I believe it God manifested in flesh again to call the bride back to the rapture of our bodies you believe that just like Abraham and Sarah's was changed. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't worry what's going on inside them. Stay focused on the word. Amen. The whole time Sodom was going on, Abraham's body was being changed. Amen. It so happened that he was being changed uh, right in the midst of all of that. That one day they took a trip down to Gerar. And old grandma Sarah body changed back to a beautiful woman. That even the king said, you know, he wanted her to be a wife. Amen. He bypassed all the other beautiful women of that day. And he wanted an old grandma. Amen. Why? Because in the midst of all of that's going on, the body was being changed back to what it was. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Oh, in this age, the world is corrupt. Politics is corrupt. The world's in a chaotic condition. And under the oak tree, there's a bride that's been changed by the power of the spoken word. Oh, we shall be changed. Amen. Let's see if we can sing an amen. Stand with me and give the Lord a good clap offering. Amen. We shall be changed. Change in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Praise the Lord. You believe it? You believe the rapture's already started? You have to believe it if you believe the Bible. Right. Before the complete translation of Abraham and Sarah, they were still in this life. Come on. Hallelujah. Type of the bride in this last age. But when the sun finally comes, we're going to exit us. A third exodus in this age. While Sodom was going on, while they're peddling their laws of abortion and transgenders and all the filth in, up in the White House, praise God, there's a little bride on the Western Hemisphere been transformed by, transformed by the power of the spoken word. Hallelujah. Someday they're going to look at you and say, hey, I thought you used to have white hair. How come it's black? Praise God, I'm getting changed. You look like you kind of slender down a little bit. What gym have you been going to? It's called the Holy Ghost Gym. Amen. Man, you don't have that pot belly anymore. What happened? I done lost it. Amen. What happened to your hair? It used to be bald. Now you got hair in your head. What happened? Transformation power is going to strike the church some glad morning. You believe it? Hallelujah. I hear people in the message are arguing and fussing and fighting. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? All the, uh, the school shooting and the, and the church shooting and all this stuff. What's going to happen? I tell you what's going to happen. A bride is going to shoot out of this dimension in the glory by the grace of God. You believe it? In the grave, it's going to hold our bodies down. You believe it? Are you part of it? Did it not happen in, in Genesis chapter 19? Did not Elohim came, the angel in human flesh, and preached a rapture message to Abraham and Sarah while Sodom was going on? While there were gross sin in Sodom, while there were homosexuality and transgenderness and lesbianism and bisexuals and everything happening in Sodom, oh, praise God, outside of Sodom. Amen. There was a bride getting ready to get out of Satan's Eden. Hallelujah. And what was the last sign? He turned his back to the audience and discerned what was in Sarah's heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. At a certain time, at a certain season, 
at the time of life, you're going to bring forth. Amen. A child, your body will be retransfigured into a brand new body. Church, don't you worry about that body right now. Tell that body, say, body, you're going to have to obey. Hallelujah. Amen. It's going to have to obey some glad morning because we're going to be changed. You believe it? Certainly you don't believe you'll stay in that old corrupt body. And you're going to be changed and cheat death some morning by the grace of God. You're going to snap out of this best house into a word out. Wow! Hallelujah! In a body not made by hand. Somebody shout amen. Glory adios in the church. Do you love him? Let's sing it. Oh, we shall be changed. We shall be changed. Changed from this portal to immortality in the twinkling of an eye. Oh, we shall be changed. In the twinkling, twinkling sing again, I shall be changed, I shall be changed, I shall be changed, changed from this mortal to immortality in the twinkling One more time, tell the devil right now. Are you looking for that change? Every morning I get up, I look at my arm. Hallelujah. See if the wrinkles are gone. Hallelujah. See if the gray hair are gone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The other day I got a couple of gray hair sticking out in my arm. I don't like them things. So I had a tweezer pulling them up. Adeline, my granddaughter, came and sat in my lap and said, Pa, what are you doing? That looks like it hurts. I said, Pa, it's getting old. You see all them gray hairs? Oh, Pa, don't get old, Pa. Amen. So don't worry. One day you're going to see Paul in his theophany glorified body. Brother Roger, young again. Hair so thick, the comb can already go through it. Amen. Come on, church. I'm working. God is working on it. Some of you are laughing. You're going to be changed. Are you dreaming about it? Are you dreaming about it? You ought to be dreaming every morning, every night about your body change. Hallelujah. We're going up in the rapture by the, by the grace of God. Amen. You'll believe it. Oh, praise the Lord. There's no grave and a hold this body down. Do we know it? Can we try it? Amen. Let's see if we can try it. If you know it, sing along with us. Hallelujah. There ain't no grave going to hold, hold this, this body, body down. There ain't no grave. Down. When I hear that trumpet sound, gonna get up out of this ground. There ain't no grave. Oh, 
everybody down. Ain't no grave. Ain't no grave. Gonna hold this body down. There ain't no grave. Gonna hold this body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I can hear it. Well, I'm gonna get up out get up. of the ground. There ain't no rain. Gonna hold this body down. You believe it? I don't care if you tie. They tie you down. They put you six foot under. They embalm your body. They burn it. They scatter it. Nothing is gonna hold it down. Because when God speaks, it's gonna come up. Hallelujah. Even the dead will have to give up. Even the sea will have to give up the dead. You believe that? God bless you. I can tell you enjoy the word today. I love you. I believe Jesus was here this morning. You know, I've been battling yesterday. A sore throat, drainage. Hadn't ran no fever. Just all last night, this morning, I got up. I tried to praise the Lord. My voice croaked. I thought, oh, Lord, how am I going to preach? Sister Deanna was in there ironing my clothes and said, are you going to preach? I said, by the grace of God, I'm going to preach. Amen. Praise God. I believe the word went forth this morning. Do you love the Lord Jesus? God bless you. We appreciate the Lord so much. God bless each and every one of you. May the presence of Jesus Christ be with you and enrich you and keep you until Wednesday evening, Lord willing. Let me say this to you. I want to invite you to come out. If you have children you need to be in these Wednesday evening services. I know I'm recording it, but there's nothing like catching it live. These are, these, are, they are, these are meaningful sermons that I'm preaching on the family, and I'm typing them in the spiritual uh, aspects as well. So please get the word out. Tell the saints to come out. You'll be blessed by these messages and come back out here on Wednesday evening. We'll go through another segment of a family series so that you, we, can, we can prepare you, equip you encourage you, strengthen you, that in the days ahead, that you'll be stronger Christians, amen, putting on the old armor of God, hallelujah, ready to fight the world that we live in, God bless you so much, let's bow our heads, God Heavenly Father, we love you, we appreciate you, we thank you for these faithful ones that have come out today, we pray Lord that you'll bless us, go with us, bring us back to the appointed time, thank you for what you've done for our young people, Lord, bless them. I pray you continue to bless the ministry here, all the leaders, Sunday school teachers, ministers, Lord, bless the body of Christ, our worship team, our musicians, bless them all, Lord. Thank you for Brother Matt, he's done a fabulous job these last two services. We pray you'll bless him, Lord. Bless us as we come into another week, Lord, and the midweek service. Go before us. We love you, Lord. We surrender ourselves to you. We honor you and we bless your name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the church said. Amen and amen. My wife asked me a really good question this morning. I'd like to pass it on to you. You don't have to answer me, but you can come up with the answer. If the rapture happened while you're in church, what happens to the other church members that are not in church? You think about that one as you go to speak. Okay, I don't know. But if the rapture happened while you're in church, what happens to the other people that are not in church? I said they're predestinated, they'll be in the rapture. Amen? 
I say they're predestinated, they'll be in a rapture. But I will be much joyous to know that I was caught in the presence where the saints of God are. You believe that? Sometimes people ask you a hard question. Sister Linda asked me a question one time. She said, uh, what happened to the termites in Noah's Ark? I don't know. What happened? What you told me. Yeah, you did. What happened to the termites in, in Noah's Ark? You think about that one. But praise God. We love you. We appreciate you. Go serve the Lord. Be with your family. Enjoy your time with your, your meals and your loved ones. And we'll meet you back here. Wednesday evening in Jesus' name. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, shame is a prison as cruel as a grave. Shame is a robber and he's